found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Wednesday hump day. It's the ninth day of February. No delays this morning, right? I mean, we've got nothing. I don't think so. All right. Because yesterday I had a surprise and we had three. That's right. But today, actually, as I left the house, things were melting. Very unusual. Right. 36 right now. So it's rather mild for this time of year. Matthew is joining me, of course. Good morning. Hello, Matt. Hi, Dale. Good to see you. It's great to see you, buddy. I knew through all of these years of us doing morning work. Yes. There had to be a reason why we're the way we are. <laughs> it says people who yeah. wake up early are smarter. Yes. Healthier and more productive. Wow. Number one, it says it makes you smarter to go to uh, to get up early. In a 2008 study by the University of Texas, they found that students, and of course we've been students of radio forever, <laughs> who self-reported as early risers earn up to a full letter grade higher than their classmates who woke up later. So, see, we're smarter hmm. than the average person. Okay. Makes you happier. Of course, you know I'm just happy as a lark. You are. You're very much a, a ball of <laughs> a ball of joy walking <laughs> amongst us. It's great. This same study also found that the early bird reported being happier with their lives than the night owl. I know I'm tickled pink every morning. <laughs> <laughs> look at us. <laughs> yeah. It, it makes you healthier. Yeah. Just look at us. Look at us. <laughs> if you get up early, <laughs> you can do stuff like exercise before the sun sets. Mm. The earlier you exercise, the more benefits you get all day long from that workout. Wait, if you get up early, you can do more stuff like exercise before the sun sets. Yeah. Well, see, I think the sunrise probably. They got it backwards. Yeah. This person must not this, be this an early thing. riser. Okay. <laughs> they probably wrote this at 3 a.m. <laughs> Plus, look at us. It makes you more productive. A study at the University of Education at Heidelberg found that early risers get more done and felt in more control over their schedules than later risers. Huh. And finally... <laughs> Look at us. It'll give you better self-esteem. Yes. Research indicates that those who get up before the crack of dawn yeah. are more likely to exhibit character traits like optimism, self-satisfaction, and social awareness. All, all, right, those, all those categories fit us to the T. I think if... if if you had a job that you had to be there at eight and you got up at six, yeah. this may be true. Okay. But when you <laughs> have to be here yeah. <laughs> as early as we do, yeah. I'm not sure any of this matters. I don't know why, but lately I've really hit a trend where I'm up before four. Oh, nice. And I just stay nice. up, you know? Nice. It's worthless trying to do anything, you know? Yeah. 
because I'd lay there, and just as I really got to the point where I'm hitting the sleep, then yeah. bam. So I've been getting up basically before 4 a.m. Wow. Of course, I utilize that, walk uh, four or five blocks, you know, and then come back, eat oatmeal and some OJ. Nice. Really get fueled up for the day, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now I sit there dreading coming to work. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, look at the time. It's getting closer. Uh, why? Why I got to be up? Bet Matt's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but that, you know that explains why we're you know so good. Hmm. You know because uh, you're smarter, healthier, and more productive. So her self esteem is. <laughs> Very healthy. <laughs> we've, we've got all that on our side, Matt. I'm just thinking of how many times we call ourselves idiots. <laughs> <laughs> or others. You know, yeah. knuckleheads. Yes, knuckleheads. That's, that's, <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> now, according to this, <clears throat> now you and I wouldn't feel this because we go on gas fumes and put a little in at a time, but compared to last year, we're paying an average of $12 more to fill the gas tank. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Gas prices are continuing to surge with no signs of slowing down. Hmm. You know, what was it? To basically, a year or so ago, oil was down to basically nothing. Yeah. And I told you, I, you know, if I had any money, I'd put it in <laughs> oil futures. Yeah. And now we're looking at, at a barrel of oil back to about 90 bucks. You could have made hundreds of dollars. Hundreds. Tens, if not hundreds of dollars, okay, uh, <laughs> with my investment. <laughs> can you can you put a can you put a ten spot down on oil futures? <laughs> I, the the uh, national average for gas is three forty six. That's a buck more than last year's average of two forty seven. 247 seems a thing of distant past. For sure. It just, uh, that means the average person spending about 12 bucks more to fill up a tank in a medium sized car. A medium. <laughs> now, listen to this. We've got a lot to look forward to. Two energy experts both independently predict four bucks a gallon on gas prices nationally by Memorial Day. Traditionally, that's the kickoff weekend of summer. And that if Russia, the Ruskies, don't unleash an attack on the Ukraine before then. Ah. Of course, if something like that happens, heaven help us. Because even the gouging, you know, what's considered to be a gouge really is, you know, you're being gouged before you hit their gouge mark. Sure. You know. Sure. Right. Because we saw it during the, you know... The coal, the SS coal, when it was bombed, hmm. gas immediately. You know, I mean, yeah. we went through that period there a couple of years where it was just all over the place. And any given day, you could see, you know, 30, 40, 50 cents a gallon jump. So, um, with that in mind, the top most expensive markets in the nation are California, they're at 468, and Hawaii, they're at 440. Washington's at three ninety five. What are we locally? I, I you know, I, I don't, don't even know. Yeah, I just 
It's in the 330s, isn't it? Upper 330s, I believe. By the way, the USS Cole bombing was October 12, 2000. Okay. 2000. Just yesteryear in my brain. (laughs) It's really been that long? Yeah. Gosh. (laughs) Yes, that's. When you said that, I'm like, gosh, it had to be forever ago. (laughs) Okay. But that, you know, that was also in the Gulf War era, you know. Yeah. Things were real iffy all the time. And right. So now we've it's just I can't believe how bad the economy is. What are we going to do? Cost of meat, gas. Yeah, we seem to be right about the 339 mark. Yeah. So. One place at 334. So. okay, so you get that. Yeah. If you shop. (laughs) And by the way, we um, got a message via Facebook. Okay. Going back to our early risers yes. discussion. Uh, it could be the early risers are more disciplined, says Kim. Uh, more disciplined people are often more successful. And you're not wrong. Yeah. That's yeah. absolutely Just true. Just look at us. Right. <laughs> but I think that's Did predicated it. on your job starts <laughs> at a normal, yeah. normal start time. You and I were very studious in college. Yes. Yes, we were. Very disciplined, and uh, you know we've carried that forward into our adult lives, right? As broadcasters, <laughs> committed to excellence. Committed to excellence. <laughs> yes. It's six thirty-one. We'll uh, take a break for news. We'll check in with Karen. A look at weather. It's kind of all over the place as usual this time of year, and mm-hmm. we'll have more tidbits coming up as well. This is tidbits. <laughs> Well, we're back on a Wednesday edition of Tidbits. You know, meat's pretty pricey. Sure it is. You know, here's a guy caught on video swiping nearly a dozen steaks from a Manhattan Trader Joe's on Tuesday, and nobody stopped him. <laughs> He's not wanted by the police. <laughs> what, are you, what are you supposed to do? Like, knock him out of his hands? Sir, put those down. This is a citizen's arrest. What are you, what are you supposed to do? It's not your. I mean, it's not your crap. It's mean, what are you, are you supposed to tackle the guy? I don't know. No one did anything. <laughs> so the grocery store was hit at about eight thirty in the morning when he was caught on footage strolling out the door with ten packages of meat piled up in his arms. Two helpless Trader Joe's staffers. <laughs> had followed him up an escalator leading to the store's exit, but they only stopped him from taking a shopping basket outside, not the meat. (laughs) Sir, put the basket down. (laughs) Oh, oh, you've got an armful of meat. Please let me help you. (laughs) One worker said, they basically just tell us not to do anything. Just let them go. Yeah. We get in trouble if we do anything. (laughs) Absolutely. We've heard stories of that before where a shoplifter will take something and someone from the store will like tackle them in the parking lot. And they're fired. And they get fired. (laughs) The employee says, I see it happen every day. After a while, you just don't care. Sure. (laughs) Police were called to the grocery and the incident's now under investigation by the 
New York Police Department's robbery squad. <laughs> but he's got it piled up, like, up to his chin. He's, like, holding it it's up to his chin. I don't get it. Wow. But, uh, you know, that's a that could almost be grand larceny, the, as much as meat is. But it... But the, the the title of the story, and no one stops him. It's like, wait. <laughs> okay. You and I, you know, we, you know, we, we just right view our surroundings <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Look away, if we, you know, if we're uncomfortable. <clears throat> okay, we act like we just don't see it. Pretend it doesn't exist. <laughs> this says. A record 31.5 million Americans plan to bet on this year's Super Bowl. That's according to estimates released yesterday by the Gambling Industry's National Trade Group. The American Gaming Association forecasts that over $7.6 billion bucks will be wagered on the Super Bowl. Since last year's game, 45 million additional people will be able to bet on the Super Bowl because their states have legalized sports betting. Hmm. That includes, um, you know, here in Indiana. You know, it's not been that long since we've been able to do it. Right. FanDuel says 59% of spread bets are on Cincinnati to cover the four-point spread as an underdog. 76% of bets predict the Bengals will win the game outright. Other sports books report similar breakdowns on bets received thus far. I'd like to see them win. Do I think they're gonna? I don't. You know, because if you look at it, they're 30th in the league, Cincinnati is. Right. In uh, being able to score with a pass rush defense. Okay. The Rams are number one in that category. Sure. So you got to think, hey, things aren't going to go well there. Yeah. But I get, you just never know. Yeah. I think my, my prediction. <laughs> I'm rooting for the Bengals. Yeah. But I think LA's going to win. Okay. I think the Rams are going to win. Now, that's the way I would go, too. Yeah. Now, if I were going to place a bet, I'd probably put it on Cincinnati because I think I'd be able to win more. Hmm. And if you look at the states that are searching the Super Bowl teams, we're in a little cluster here in the Midwest that look for Cincinnati. Most everybody else is looking at the Rams. Us, Ohio, sure, Kentucky, you know, right. around this neck of the woods. And then you got, uh, what is that? I can't remember my states. <laughs> but it'd be, you know, one large area kind of to the west is looking at Cincinnati and, mm. and uh, then down, I guess, Missouri. Maybe somewhere around Missouri they're looking. But that's it. Everybody else is looking at the Rams. Yeah. Here's a um, a report that a healthy diet could add more than a decade to your life expectancy by changing from a typical Western diet to one that includes more legumes, mm. whole grains and nuts, and less red and processed meat. <laughs> Young women who change to an optimal diet, high in fruit and vegetables, and low in red and processed meat, beginning at the age of 20 and stuck to it would add nearly 11 years to their life expectancy. 
It says men could add as much as 13 years with that same change. Wow. I think it's uh, well past my prime to try. I just, uh, you know, I love meat. Right. If I were a dinosaur, I'd be a a Tyrannosaurus Rex. (laughs) I just, uh, and you know, I can't afford it now. So now I've got to eat stuff that just looks like meat. And it really isn't. Stuff that looks like meat, but yeah. it's not. Yeah. Mm. You got to go with the vegetables that look like meat. Mm. Mosquitoes. Have you, do, do you seem to attract mosquitoes? Uh, seems like it. Okay. Says they see red when they look at your skin. <laughs> oh. And that brings them in for a bite. <laughs> wow. Now, how they figure this stuff out, I... Research shows that these insects find certain colors more attractive. The findings mean that what you wear can reduce your chances of being bitten. But there's little you can do in terms of your skin. That's because everyone's skin gives off a strong red-orange signal that highly attracts mosquitoes. Sure. They found that when a common species of mosquito called Aedes, (laughs) Aedes aegypta. (laughs) Okay. Detects carbon dioxide or CO2 from your breath, then looks for a specific color, including red, orange, and black, and uh, cyan. Cyan. Yeah, cyan. Cyan. To find its meal of blood. But they ignore colors like green, purple, blue, and white. Okay. Knowing which color do's, (laughs) the do's and don'ts of color, attracting mosquitoes may lead to better repellents some traps and other methods to ward off mosquitoes. I just find myself not going out much at night. There you go. That'll do it. That uh, helps. So I've always, like, whenever I get bit, they they swell up real big. Yeah. And then we were in South Carolina, and my daughter started getting bit. And hers would swell up to, like, three or four inches. Yeah. On her. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's bad. That's a big one. Yeah. You know, as a kid, I used to sit there and watch them. I'd yeah. watch their bodies fill up with my blood. Yes. Found it amusing. Then you... <laughs> no. Now, of course, you don't want to do that. No. You know, you... No. Don't know what you'll get with a mosquito, West Nile virus, something, you know. <laughs> and area. Yeah. <laughs> All sorts of fun things. And finally, be careful what you do. An SUV slid into Michigan's Rogue River... After a man was driving along the bank, exited to uh, relieve himself. Oh. The Allen Park Police Department said he had a moment where he exited the vehicle as Mother Nature was calling. While he was outside the vehicle, he watched it slide into the river and couldn't stop it. (laughs) He wasn't injured. However, the vehicle did submerge. The local fire department was working to remove the vehicle from the water. How terrible is that? That's pretty terrible. Because, <laughs> you know, as as I don't know about the ladies, but if I'm urinating, it's hard to quit <laughs> and then go catch your vehicle. Okay? It's just... <laughs> is he doing that, like, scoot thing, trying to keep up with it? No, 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 no. <laughs> so, uh, be careful yes. where you decide you're going to relieve yourself. Oh. What a terrible end for that guy. <laughs> for sure. For sure. As far as we know, again, we have no delays. Nope, we're good. In fact, the uh, the air temperature is above freezing. Yeah. 
and you might even see some melting. So, anyway, have a good rest of the day, and Matt, I'll see you tomorrow. All right, see you, buddy. Now, are you here Friday? I'm here Friday, yeah. Okay, so you'll be here in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Because I'd heard rumor, you know. I've turned it back into the, uh, you know, vacation police. Oh. You know, because... You know, I'm starting to watch things a little more closely. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> you start calling people out. Hey, hey. Did you go through me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you'll be here. Yeah. All right, so we still have a couple of days. All right, okay. Yeah. Take care. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, see you, buddy. See you, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing. Leave a comment. Leave a like. And thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.